Ceiling fans have been recalled after the blades have detached and injured consumers. The FDA is mulling over the identity of French dressing. And a plague of vultures forces a tiny town to take some drastic steps. A cannon. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. There it is. That's the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't worry. I'm comfortable. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Ceiling fans that were sold at Home Depot have to be recalled after the blades detach. Whoa. Uh, immediately when I read the title, I thought someone has been decapitated right after Christmas. <laughs> they got a fan for Christmas. Hey, let's install the fan. Let's put it at full speed. Oh, Grandpa, you lost your ear. Yeah, I'd imagine there's hella injuries, as the kids say, as a result of this ceiling fan. It says about 200,000 ceiling fans sold at Home Depot had to be recalled amid reports that the blades can detach while in use and cause injury or property damage. It's uh, okay for the blades to detach, just not while in use. That's the problem that we have here. Those, those three words right there, while in use, that causes major havoc. I'm curious as to see what the fallout was of these blades detaching. I'd imagine some people lost a cheek. Maybe someone's parrot was decapitated. I'd imagine there's some injured family members and pets as a result of this. Right after Christmas, too. Oh, goodness. The company's called the King of Fans. <laughs> the Fan King. We are the King of Fans. <laughs> we are the King of Fans that will cause bleeding. That's what we are. They recalled one of their fans. It's called the Hampton Bay 54-inch Mara Indoor-Outdoor Fan. You guys got this one? Check the box. I know some of you got a fan for Christmas that you haven't installed yet. Go look at the box. Is it the King of Fans Hampton Bay 54-inch Mara Indoor-Outdoor Fan? It might be. You don't want to put that bad boy up right now, okay? Not, not right now. Not ever. Not ever. You want to bring it back to Home Depot and get a different fan. They received about 50 reports of the blades detaching from the fan while in use. Two reports of the blades hitting a consumer. And there's no details of that. I'm curious. Four reports of the blades causing property damage. All right. I want some details on the consumers that have been struck by this blade. I want to know what the damages were. The property damage, that's, that's not as exciting as the consumers being sliced by a, f- <laughs> a blade. Jonesy, you're so mean. How could you around the holidays? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I look at. I just want all the details. Okay, that's my job to provide you details of the injuries. Unfortunately, it says right in the middle of this article that the agency did not provide details on the severity of the injuries or the damages to the properties. There is a statement from the King of Fans. What did you have to say about this, King of Fans? King of Fans says the decision to recall their fans happened voluntarily in cooperation with the CPSC. What's the CPSC? Is that the Fan Commission? Uh, and they also cooperated with the Canadian government. Oh, this is a Canadian story. Oh, you poor Canadians with your with your decapitating fans. I feel terrible. I love my Canadians up there. I feel, you know, I, I feel for them. I mean, this you don't need to be afraid of a, a ceiling fan. That's just a. There's plenty of other things to be afraid of up in Canada. You don't need to also be afraid of a ceiling fan. You know, there's like there's moose and gazelle and 
howler monkeys and just crazy wildlife up there that just will come into your house and steal your licorice. <laughs> I don't think any of those animals are up there, actually. Well, these fans uh, apparently retail for about $150. They come in matte white, matte black, and polished nickel, in case you guys are thinking about getting one. <laughs> so, In case you want to booby trap your enemy, just send them a fan for New Year's. It says here the fans also have a white color-changing integrated LED light and a remote control. Ooh, that sounds fabulous. These sound like pretty quality fans, except for the part where they'll slice your grandmother's forehead right off as though she's been scalped. The CPSC, I still don't know what that is. Is that the fan commission? They said the fans' UPC numbers, which can be used to identify the faulty fans, are located on a silver rating label located on the top of the fan. All right, that's not very helpful. On behalf of King of Fans and the Home Depot, we apologize for any inconvenience this issue may have caused you or for any relatives or friends that have been decapitated because of the fan gaff. We take pride in the quality of our products, usually, and the safety of our customers is our priority, usually. A French dressing controversy. The FDA wants to get rid of its rules governing the identity of French dressing. French dressing is going through an identity crisis right now, in case you didn't know. I had no idea. I'm not really up on top of the salad dressing identity <laughs> you know, trends right now. I'm struggling with my own identity, the identities of other human beings. I can't really wrap my head around those. I can't also pay attention to the identity of salad dressings, but it seems to be an issue. It's in the news. The Food and Drug Administration proposed to revoke the standards of identity for French dressing. After decades of antiquated rules governing the identity of the American staple. Some of you are like, what the hell is French dressing? I don't live in America. What is it? I don't know what it is. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. It's orange salad dressing. That's all I know. And it doesn't taste very good to me. I'm, I'm much more... Um, into the vinaigrettes, yeah, like the, uh, well, I like a good Greek vinaigrette. I like a balsamic vinaigrette. Uh, yeah, good stuff right there. Sometimes I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to brag, but I'll make my own vinaigrette at home. All right, it's pretty easy. And <laughs> look, I'm not trying to brag, all right? I just make my own vinaigrette, okay? That's what I'm into sometimes, all right? Don't, you don't have to, don't look at me like that, all right? I can tell you looking at me like, what is this, Jonesy, about the vinaigrette that you make at home? kind of weirdo are you it's not weird all right it's perfectly natural to make your own salad dressing sometimes you know it's these salad dressings aren't cheap man what's a bottle of french dressing cost five bucks come on man i'm gonna spend five dollars on some orange dressing i don't know what it is what is it i think it's made with ketchup but i'm not sure maybe the article tells us what it is what is the identity of french dressing we're all on the edge of our seat for the identity of french dressing Here's a quote from the FDA, and it's got a lot of big words. I don't know why. I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about salad dressing here, FDA. Why do you got to pretend that this is like all this legal speak? The standard does not appear necessary to ensure that the product meets consumer expectations. The FDA has tentatively concluded that it is no longer necessary to promote honest and fair dealing in the interest of consumers and may limit flexibility for innovation. What are you talking about? Wishbone brand salad dressings sit on display in a supermarket in Illinois, the article says. Oh, that's the description of the uh, the photo, actually. Yeah, there's a photo of the f- Wishbone French dressing. Wishbone is a brand I'm very familiar with because it's, it's cheap. 
And I've, I've probably had the wishbone French dressing, but, you know, it's not something I incorporated into my life for the long term because I just think French dressing is strange. I'm really not into that Thousand Island either. I don't know what that is. It seems like ketchup and relish and mayonnaise rolled into one. I don't know, all right? Maybe we can get to the bottom of what's in the French dressing. What does the article say? It just says here, the administration says the proposal was part of its campaign to modernize food standards and give industries more room for innovation to produce healthier foods. Well, if you're trying to get rid of French dressing to be healthier, I'm all for that because I don't think that dressing is very healthy. Uh, oh, it says here for its base. Oh, here we go. We getting the, we're getting into the ingredients of French dressing. French dressing must be composed of vinegar, oil, and lemon or lime. And it may be mixed with additives like a tomato or paprika product, according to the FDA standards. The agency also requires that the pale red-orange liquid must be 35% vegetable oil. Well, that's not that healthy, vegetable oil. Uh, by the way, I make my dressings with, with olive oil, just to let you guys know the kind of health kick I'm on right about, right about now. Okay, So you could, if, you got, if you come over and I make you some dressing, you better... You know, you can rest assured that it's with olive oil, not this cheap vegetable oil crapola. This announcement about the uh, French dressing in the FDA came after they proposed a rule to revoke the standards of identity for cherry pie, citing similar reasons. What, what, the identity of cherry pie? Are you trying to say the ingredients in cherry pie and the ingredients in salad dressing? Now, that makes more sense to me. Can we... Can we get it together here, FDA? I don't know what you mean by the identity of cherry pie. The identity of it is whatever it's printed on the label. That's the identity. <laughs> Talk to the companies here. The ingredients, that's a whole other ball of wax. And, and you know, you should have standards for that. I'd, I'd imagine they do. I think I, I think I just read them off, actually. The Association for Dressing and Sauces did not immediately respond to a request for comment. There's an association association for dressing and sauces. Did you guys know that? Oh, man, that sounds like a dream job. Just sitting around trying sauces all day, just dipping things in sauces. How many McNuggets or nuggets? <laughs> how many chicken nuggets does the association Association for Dressing and Sauces go through a day as they try various sauces? How much salad is going on over there? The Association for Dressing and Sauces must just go through just tubs and tubs of salad and salad dressing every day to make sure that they meet the requirements and standards. It says here, mayonnaise, salad dressing, and ketchup are among those covered by the federal standards of identity. <laughs> I still don't know what these standards of identity are. Do you mean ingredients? What are you talking about? I can't even wrap my head around this at the end of the day, and I apologize, guys. I really tried my hardest to understand what the hell's going on. It sounds to me like they're just cracking down on weird dressings that we just we're not sure what the hell's in them, and I I'm all for that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A plague of vultures forces a tiny town to take some drastic steps. A cannon. 
this sounds like a terrible plan to involve a cannon, but let's get into the details. It's a small North Carolina town, population 366. It's called Bunn, B-U-N-N. It's 30 miles northeast of Raleigh. They are going to be using cannon fire as a way to rid themselves of the vultures that are gathering on the rooftops and have been doing so for many weeks. Still, it sounds like a terrible idea to involve a cannon. You're just going to blast people's roofs off. There's going to be a lot of collateral damage here. Roofs are not cheap. Who's going to fix these roofs after the cannon tries to blast the vultures and it misses and goes right through somebody's living room and or attic? Okay, so the blasting has been going on through Christmas, and it'll continue through New Year's. Here's a quote from the town's Facebook post. An automated propane cannon will be temporarily installed on the roof of the gymnasium of our high school. They will be programming the cannon to fire in the morning, afternoon, and evening when the vultures are likely to be roosting. But where are you firing? Are you firing at other homes where the vultures are roosting? It says they're roosting on people's roofs. So are you just shooting at the roofs? I need to see a video of this cannon in action. The 130 decibel sound will be, quote, like a gunshot, officials say. Oh, great. I'm sure everybody's pleased that this is going to be going on in the morning, afternoon, and evening all through the new year. It's been going on all through Christmas, just blasting away. What do you want, some vultures or some blasting? Like, this sounds like a dangerous thing that you've installed in your town. I'd much rather have the vultures and just deal with the vultures. Rather than risk getting hit in the head with a cannonball. Like, I'm sure there's a reason why these buzzards are gathering. You should find the source of what they're into and then get rid of that. I mean, you're just going to put a cannon on the school roof? This is your solution? Bun? It says here the homeowners have been reporting vulture troubles since mid-November. This includes Alexandra Caldwell, who told the media that as many as 20 of the large birds are gathering each morning on her roof. Yeah, it sounds like you do have some vulture troubles, Alexandra, but with a cannon involved, you're going to have roof troubles. You're going to be missing a roof is what's going to happen. And it's pretty cold out, so you probably will take the vultures at this point and just keep your roof. I'd imagine. You don't want giant holes in your roof, Alexandra. Here it says here, is a quote from her. It was a very eerie feeling. They're destroying my property. Well, what is a cannon going to do to you, Alexandra? That's not going to destroy your property? Are you out of your mind? It does say these vultures are... Uh, Known to roost atop homes and pull off shingles, pull off the caulking around the windows and vinyl siding. They also scratch the paint. They pull off windshield wipers and crack windows on people's cars. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize these vultures were so devastating. There's something going on there. You need to find the source of why these vultures are gathering and do something about it. I'm sure you got something better than a cannon. Right? Maybe you could poison them with some food that they enjoy. Um, that's pretty mean, but they're blasting them with a cannon. I'm just trying to come up with a more, you know, humane way to do it. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert in buzzard control. Excuse me. But here's something fascinating: vultures are apparently famous for vomiting when approached by a threat. Uh, 
It's more about reducing their weight to take flight than actually using it as a projectile or a weapon, the Center for Bird and Wildlife says. Well, doesn't this center study birds? Don't they know like what they're into? Can't they figure out what the source is of the buzzard attraction and do something about it rather than allow the city to break out some you know, archaic revolutionary war equipment to solve the problem? <laughs> Seriously, a cannon? Yes, fire one, yes. Now load the cannon. There's more buzzards, yes. Waiting? Wait. Hurry up now, load the... Load the cannon. Would you... <sighs> yes, I, no, I know. There's plenty of gunpowder. Just It's in a pile right next to it. Yes. I don't know. Spoon it in, Renfro. Spoon it in, Ichabod. <laughs> I'm using old school names because this is clear. These are old school people in the story. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yay! Hey, thanks again for listening to Weird AF News. I appreciate your time very much. Uh, I want to give a thanks to Joel Higgins, who sent me a nice email. Uh, says he really enjoyed my Florida Man Christmas song. And he sent me a Christmas song that uh, of his own called Don't Eat the Cookies This Year Santa. He uh, wrote it with his son, and it's, it's quite lovely. And so uh, big shout out to Joel Higgins and son. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, you guys can always reach out to me, funnyjones at gmail.com. And you can send me such things. Yeah, Christmas song, why not? That's that's lovely. You could send me a digital holiday card if you'd like. You can or you just say what's up. You can say anything you want, really. Make a suggestion. Send me an article. Wish me a happy new year. Anything you'd like. Uh, if you'd like to show appreciation, you can also uh, write a review of the podcast. That would be extremely helpful. Uh, most of the reviews uh, occur on places like Apple Podcast and Amazon. Uh, there are some other places to leave reviews as well, uh, depending on your podcast player, but those are the most popular ones. But feel free to leave a review anywhere you can. Um, I'd, I'd appreciate it greatly. Uh, what else? Oh, check out the Patreon where I've been uploading some content almost daily. So I've really been busy in there. And it's pretty weird and it's funny. Uh, it's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Uh, and you can join there or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner and you can join that way as well. It's a nice way to show that you support Weird AF News. Um, but, you know, Financial times are tough for a lot of us, so don't worry about it. If you can't support the show in that way, you can always tell a friend, and I I always appreciate that as well. Very nice. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, call the show if any of these stories have sparked a response from you on some level. Uh, the number is 646-450-2012. I apologize if I repeated that number twice. <laughs> Oh yeah, sometimes Jonesy just loses his place, you know? Thanks again guys and we'll we'll well, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>